Thank you for joining me for this episode of God Talk. And in this episode of God Talk, I want to talk a little bit about Romans 8.28, the fact that God works all things for the good of those who love him. I had a email conversation with a member of the church not too long ago who has a father that is uh, dying of uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. And he was asking me if it was wrong to you know, pray for that person to die. And I said, not necessarily, but you need to ask yourself, why is it that, that you're asking for that? Is it because the person's a burden? And uh, I mean, when you care for someone with Alzheimer's and dementia, uh, listen, that is a, it's a horrible disease. It's not only horrible on the person who's going through it, but it's a, uh, it's pretty horrible on the people that care for someone like that. There's agitation that they undergo, uh, the the sundowners that that, that they call it. Um, there's just having to deal with the heartache of the person not really remembering that they don't drive anymore and that they're not going to work or that you know they're, they're, it's it's like Groundhog Day and and so you know it, it's it's very hard to deal with uh, people that you know, are dealing with those kinds of kind of emotions and frustrations, not to mention when they just, you know, start uh, physically can't get to the bathroom in time and, and just the damage it can do to your furniture and your house and so forth. Listen, there is a brutal disease. Um, and so I, I just said to the person, I mean, are you, are you wanting to pray for that? Because for you and for the caregivers, it would just be easier or are you doing it because you don't think that the person is enjoying life anymore? It just kind of depends. And honestly, most questions are that way. They're, you know, Maybe when you're young and you're a little bit overly black and white and ignorant, there's, there's a yes and no to every question. But as you gain more wisdom and knowledge with life and, and you know that the Lord sees the heart more than uh, the, the outward actions that we do, um, things aren't always that simple. And so... I shared with the individual about the experience that I had when my dad uh, got sick and ultimately uh, passed from his uh, uh, the ramifications of him having Alzheimer's and dementia. And I've looked back on my podcast like three or four times to see if I've told this story. And I don't see that I have told this story. So uh, if I have, I apologize, but I don't think I have. Now, I may have told bits and pieces of it to just people I know. And maybe even sermons here or there, but uh, but th- 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 this is a I-, I would say, you know, I mentioned the other day uh, that uh, I was talking with someone uh, that has ALS, and he talked about God winks. This would be a little bit more than a God wink, but not necessarily a miracle. Um, but as, as I recount just some of the the different encounters I've had with God, uh, this one would certainly rank, and it's one that I'll remember. But when my dad got sick with, uh, with his disease, he had it for a number of years. I don't know if it's seven, eight, nine, ten years. But towards the end, it, 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 it definitely started taking a toll on him. And my brother and I, in the last probably a month and a half, two months of my dad's life, my brother took a two-week stint. I think I took a two-week stint. I think his wife maybe took a week. And then... He, my brother took another week and then I took a week. So it may have been the last couple months of my dad's life. And 
it, it was it was an interesting time because by the time we got to that point, uh, he no longer really recognized who I was. Now, I use that to my advantage sometimes because sometimes he thought I was my older brother. And so I would just, you know, mention to him, you know, as I was making him mad, not intentionally, but people with Alzheimer's get agitated. You know, I would just make sure he knew that I was my brother rather than me. Um, and, and then most of the time, though, he he was spending his time introducing himself to me. Uh, so I would say that there was probably a small fraction those last few times I was around him, uh, the two weeks for the one time, the one week for the other time, uh, let's just say maybe 10% of the time he knew who I was, uh, maybe 10 or 20% he thought I was my brother, but the vast majority, 70% of the time, he didn't have a clue who I was. He thought I was someone from work. Um, he, he thought I was just a, a stranger that he met that, uh, that happened to be in his house when he even recognized that it was his house. And, uh, and it's, it, once again, brutal disease, brutal disease. Now, my brother was always trying to force my dad back into reality. And I decided that, that that's just too frustrating. First of all, it's frustrating having to repeat yourself every 30 seconds. Um, but then it's also, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it's hard to uh, force someone to understand something that they're not capable of understanding. So rather than getting frustrated and trying to force him into reality, I decided quick, quickly on during those last few weeks I was with him that that's not the approach I was going to take. I was going to enter his world of reality. My brother didn't think it was a great idea, uh, but my dad's wife did. And when hospice would come by, uh, they, they, they were just amazed at how I could interact with my dad because I, I was able to enter his world and communicate with him according to his world. So what that meant is, uh, you know, sometimes as he was trying to sleep and the lights were off, uh, he's introducing himself to me and in, in, like he, he thinks I'm a co-worker at his work. Um, sometimes he thought I was his parents used to rent out a room in the house when he was younger. I, th I think a time or two he, he thought I was doing that. Uh, he, uh, he one time he was confused by the TV because the, they almost begin seeing things like my dad would point to a pile of blankets and say, who's that over there? And I'd be like that, that. That's Frankie or, or that's Ralph or I just come up with names. Right. And every time he asked, I'd come up with a different name. And and he's like, you know, what, what's he doing? And it's just a pile of blankets. So the TV would confuse him, too. He, he would think the TV is like a real person in one time. I mean, he recognized it was a TV and he's like asking questions about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we this is a new technology we just got in the store. And, uh, uh, you know, we sell these things and, and we sell packages so you can watch things on it. And he's like, huh, well, how much does that run? And and so I became a salesman and, and, and I was trying to sell him his TV and cable package that he already had. And uh, we went back and forth on it a few times. And finally, uh, I closed the deal. Uh, we, we, we shook hands on it, but he hadn't taken his medicine yet. That was a whole, always another battle to get him to take his medicine. And, and so I said, listen, uh, I, I, I need to tell you that what the store is famous for is like we we're famous for our pudding. Okay. And so when we close business deals, we give a complimentary pudding to, uh, to our customers. 
would you like one of those? And he's like, puts his hands out like, huh? Yeah, sure. And so I said, I'll be right back. So I went and got the, uh, the store bought, you know, pudding in a cup that is as nasty as, I mean, it's not nasty, but it's just basic. Um, but, uh, I think the J <laughs> the Jello one, J E L L O. Uh, but anyways, I, I put all his medicine in it because he hadn't had his medicine yet. He was being a bear that day and wouldn't take his medicine. And so, you know, I, I, I'm sitting there and, you know, I, I, I'm saying, what do you think? And he's like, put his hands out. He's like, not bad. Meanwhile, as he's eating the pudding, he, he's taking his medicine. And, and I guess I like that mental, the mental gymnastics, the mental challenge of being able to meet my dad where he was at and figure out how to get him to go and to do the things that you needed him to do rather than to be yelling and arguing and, and having big blowups over it. I mean, the first couple days in those last few weeks, that's what it was like. But I'm like, this isn't working. It's stressing him out. It's stressing me out. And, and, and so it was just much more fun to enter into his world of, uh, of reality. My, my dad's wife called me. I was at my mom's, which they only lived like a mile away. And she said, y your father, I can't give him put his, his depends on uh, because he was wearing that because he couldn't get to the bathroom. He's sitting, you know, bare butt on his chair. He's going to have an accident. I'm like, all right, all right, I, I, I'll, I'll come on over and, and, and I'll take care of it. So I, I left my mom's and I went over to my dad's. And sure enough, I, you know, he's in the box just sitting there, you know, on the chair and one who wants to see their dad that way uh so you know i'm you know trying to get some clothes on him I throw a blanket over him and i'm like you know trying to say listen uh I, I you need to put some clothes on he's like why and then i said well because you do and he wasn't going to do it and then i said like actually i need to make some repairs on the chair so if you don't mind getting some clothes on and getting up and he wasn't going for that either. And then the real blessing with people with like this disease, they don't really remember what you said five seconds earlier. So I tried a third, third thing. And I said, listen, dad, I have to tell you, uh, the pastor and his wife are coming over and you don't want the pastor's wife to see your, and I'll just bleep what I said. Um, and, and he, <laughs> His eyes got as big as like saucers, and uh, needless to say, he was he was getting on his uh, his depends really quick af afterwards. So it, it's almost like when you have a young kid and like you're trying to get them to do things that they need to do, and they're sitting there saying no, no, no. You, you just got to be like you know smarter than a three year old. You got to be smarter than someone who's got this debilitating disease and, and 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 once again you you can go back and to try to force them into reality but it's so much easier to just meet them in their reality figure out what they need to hear in order to do what they need to do and uh and so i i share that with people who have loved ones that are going going through it is to just you know enjoy the time enjoy the moment and i have to be honest like i i didn't have growing up a lot of time that I spent with my dad, I would spend summers there, but you know, he was always busy working and, you know, playing softball and doing different things that I, you know, for the most part, I, I, I just, I never had a lot of time with my dad. Maybe as a young kid, he'd take us camping up in Canada and me and my brother would, would get, you know, get a week to just go fishing with him. But short of like when I was maybe six, seven or eight, I, I hadn't really had that for the rest of my life. 
And so I did enjoy like he's stuck in the house and I'm stuck in the house with him. And and I'm I, I'm, I'm getting to know my dad as a friend. I'm getting to know my dad as a coworker. I'm getting to know my dad as a stranger. And and the conversations that we had, they can't really remember things that that are recent. But he had some memories of, of growing up as a kid. Uh, he had some memories of of you know his his family owning the land that his house was built on and he was telling me who owned you know what all they owned and and which uncle bought this and which you know whoever bought that and i was learning stuff that you know for the first 50 years of my life almost i never knew and i'm learning it from a guy who doesn't have a memory anymore but they do have a memory for stuff that happened you know way 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 back when and even in the, having those conversations, sometimes you'd be like, I need to ask my mom and dad about that. And I, and I said, uh, and then he would just look at me and he would have that moment of, of realization. He's like, they're not alive anymore, are they? And he wouldn't always come to that realization. But when he would ask questions like that, I wouldn't lie. I'm like, no, dad, they're, they're not. I'm sorry. And he would handle it okay. Um, and so that went on for the, the for the two weeks that I was there the first time and the in the one week that I was there uh, the last time I saw him before I died uh, before before he died and uh, it, it, I remember when I was getting close to the, the the time that that I was having to leave I was packing up all my stuff I got an uber to go to the airport and I knew I had to tell you know my dad and his wife goodbye and I, I was really struggling like how do i do this without just you know breaking down in tears because i knew he was really sick and uh and and i just had a feeling i wasn't going to get to see him again and, and he was still able to somewhat get around on kind of one of those walkers that you can also sit on so he was in the little dining area that's next to the kitchen he he's sitting in his depends in a sweatshirt kind of leaning forward in his chair looking a little anxious you know writhing his hands a little bit which you know people with alzheimer's uh will and um and, and i needed to tell him goodbye and uh and as i told him goodbye uh he uh he just started crying and you know i, I started crying too uh for 75 percent of the time that i had been home uh around him he didn't know who I was, but when it was time for me to tell my dad goodbye for the last time that I would ever see him again or talk to him again, God cleared his mind so that in that moment, I knew my dad and my dad knew me and we could tell each other goodbye. It, it, it was a powerful moment. And so I, I look at how hard a disease like Alzheimer's is and and maybe you're dealing with that with a family member or a loved one. And I think natural tendency is to just, just to want the person to die. And I don't mean to say that I, I didn't have those thoughts cross my mind. But when I look back on it, to have those three weeks where I'm pretty much with my dad 24-7, having a relationship with him I never really had before, that's a blessing, regardless of whether he knew me as a son or not. To get to know my dad from those different angles as a cable salesman, a TV salesman, as, as a co-worker, as, as, you know, whoever. It, it, was a, it was a really cool experience. And then once again, to, 
to have God be so gracious as to not only give me that time with my dad, where I felt like I, I got to know him and got closer to him than I ever had before in spite of his illness, to have God clear his mind when I was walking out that door for the last time that I was able to tell him goodbye. So whether or not, like I said, you're dealing with this with your family, someone with dementia or it, or uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or you know someone in cancer, don't be so quick to pray for them to die. It's uncomfortable to watch people die. It's uncomfortable to watch them suffer. But going back to Romans 8.28, I, I truly believe God works all things for the good of those who, who love him. And even in the midst of that brutal, brutal disease, God worked in the good of my life, at least, uh, so that I was able to have that time with my dad and be able to tell him goodbye. Well, I appreciate you joining me for this episode of God Talk, and I hope it encourages you as, uh, as you face the different things in your life, that even in the midst of some really painful things, if you allow God to, to work in it, if you look for God to work in it, he'll meet you where you're at, and he'll work it for your good. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you next week.